Now on to the report. Previously on Reborn Report. There has to be a combination of grace, God's part, and faith, our part, in order for us to receive from God for our lives today. And when we get an understanding of how that works, then it's like opening that valve and blessings start pouring out. Well, I know, I remember you saying that um, getting blessings from God is like uh, a cable company. You remember that? You used to say that? Yeah. You said that um, the cable company is always sending cable to your cable box. But the issue is at the cable box, and that's why you're not receiving what you're watching on TV. Right. If you don't have it set to the right station or programmed to the right thing, the, the message is there, but you aren't receiving it on your TV. And God's always sending us blessings, but we're not receiving them. Exactly. Our issues. Because of our lack of understanding of His Word and how to apply it. Right. You see, we need to fully understand what God's will is before we pray. Yeah. Then we can pray boldly in faith, agreeing with the truth and the power that is in the Word of God. That's right. Paul was a powerful man of God, yet he knew that it wasn't because of who he was as a natural man. It was because of the grace and mercy that God had put in him that he was cooperating with that was at work in his life. There are a lot of people today that are angry at God because they think he's failed to do this or that or whatever in their life. Right. But the truth is, God has never failed to do anything. If anyone has failed, it's us. Absolutely. We failed to understand and appropriate and receive from God. Our wrong attitude completely hinders what God wants us wants for us. Yeah. Christians today just need to understand what has already been provided by grace and then we need to learn how to release that provision into your soul and into your body through our faith you know a proper understanding this will transform your life blessings will manifest in your life when you quit trying to get god to do something and start believing in what he's already done yeah you see, God is always broadcasting. He's always releasing, releasing his love and joy and peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, all the fruit of the Spirit. I'm just learning to rest and trust in God, in what God's Word says, yeah. what God has already supplied on The Bible needs. tells us to do. Right. He has already blessed me by commanding His blessings upon me. I'm blessed above all people. Not because... You need to understand that God loves you and deals with you by His grace. Right. He's already forgiven all your sins. You need to quit sinning so you don't let Satan have an inroad into your life like we just talked about. Right. But your holiness or lack thereof is not the basis for your relationship with God. No. If you understand and apply, apply these Bible truths that we're talking about to your life, you'll move to a whole new level with your relationship with God. I guarantee it. It will reduce the Christian life down to where it's just super simple for you. Okay, DJ, I think that's a good place for us to stop today. 
we got some more we want to share with you on this subject. I think next week we'll wrap this all up. Reborn Report. I'm Don Pfeiffer. And I'm DJ Pfeiffer. Well, DJ, we have been speaking for weeks about God's grace and then his love. Yeah, it's and been a while now. We think that we've really covered the subject pretty well, although we could go forever talking oh, yeah. about God's grace. Yeah, we definitely could. And, and I don't I think you wouldn't mind if you did. Right. Well, there's so much to say about it. And I think once you get a really good understanding of God's grace and then you get a better understanding of how much God loves you, it takes all that burden of being a Christian and trying not to sin off of you. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, the Bible truth is simply this. I think we've shown it through Scripture that God loves you just because he's a good God. That's who he is. That's his nature. Yeah. And that's what grace is. And your faith doesn't move him. I know that statement probably will <laughs> raise a few eyebrows, but God isn't responding to you because of your faith. Your faith is the way you respond to God. Right. You know? Yeah. And if you don't understand what he's done through grace and how great his love is, then you're always trying through your own works, trying to gain a better relationship with God, and you're going about it the wrong way. Yeah. You know, you need to understand that God deals with you and loves you by his grace. That's right. Well, we already found out, and we already know that he's forgiven all your sin, and so why do we keep condemnation on ourselves because of sin if he's already dealt with our sin? Um. And I'm not trying to self-promote that it's okay just to do whatever you want anytime you want because we all fall under grace. No, yeah. we need to quit sinning because we found out last week that if we, when we sin, we let the devil or Satan have an inroad into our life yeah, to bring exactly. sickness, disease, poverty, all kinds of things that aren't from God. Yeah. So that's why we need to quit sinning is to kick the devil out, not let the devil have uh, run right. rampant in our life. Right eat our lunch and pop the bag, so to speak. <laughs> but... Well, last week you had trouble saying he came to kill, steal, kill, kill, steal, and destroy. <laughs> You're going to make fun of me again, aren't yeah. you? You see, our righteousness, our holiness, or lack thereof, is simply, according to the Bible now, it's not based, uh, it's not the basis, I want to say, for our relationship or our good standing with God. Mm. Jesus paved that road for us. It's because of what Jesus did right. uh, that we are connected. And, and this is where we ended last week. And we said that uh, if you take these truths and, and apply them to your life, it'll make your the Christian life super simple. And better. Yeah. And the only, <laughs> you like to say the only good life is a Christian life. Yeah, I love that statement. And, and we, it's true. We ended last week by saying that the, the Christ, we can make the Christian life very simple. It does and make the, we're going to continue on with that this week. You know what makes it simple? Because you understand, man, it's not based on anything I do. It's not based on any uh, ability I have. Mm. It's based on totally on God's grace and God's love. Yeah. 
you know. Thank God for that. Yeah, God loves me, and and so that's why I study His Word because I know He loves me, and not because uh, I think I can earn favor with God. Mm-hmm. I, I want to learn about His love towards me, and that's what the Word gives me. I want to discover how much He loves me, and the only way I can do that is through His Word, right? Right. right. Um. And I pray not because I have to or because it puts me in right standing with God, but it's because I want to. I want to have that kind of uh, intimate fellowship with him. That Make put, it a personal relationship. Exactly. And that, that's what's so great about it. And that's what simplifies the Christian life. In fact, the truth is, this kind of intimacy and relationship with God is exactly, DJ, why he created us in the first place. Mm. I believe that's how Adam and Eve lived and walked with God. Yeah. In that intimate, close relationship. Um, and it was before sin. Well, Jesus came to take our sin, didn't he? Yep. So why can't we have that same intimacy back in our relationship as Adam and Eve did? Maybe not to the exact degree, but more, a lot more than I think uh, the traditional church man's traditional religion teaches, has taught people. Yeah. Um, I believe it's through that tradition and man's religion that has taught people to think wrongly about God, and that hinders you from really enjoying him. Yeah, it definitely does. You see, it's not easy to have a relationship with someone who you think is causing babies to be <laughs> born deformed or like I said we said last week hurricanes or tornadoes or right. earthquakes. yeah yeah exactly how can you draw near to someone who you think is the cause of all those violent earthquakes or tornadoes hurricanes floods or any other what people like to call acts of God yeah like all of our legal acts contracts of acts of God yeah. no those aren't acts of God and the truth is DJ to answer your question you can't right you, you can't yeah, if you think because you think you're always got to be better. You're always trying to be a better person, a better Christian, have better values. That God is going to judge you. And why would you want to be close to a God like that? Well, I wouldn't. Would you? No. And thank God that's not the God of right. the Bible. We explained at least that. Not, at least a couple not. Podcasts at ago. least not since His Son came. Right. Now God did judge people in the Old Testament that way. Yeah. But that was for the grace of Jesus. What, what was that concept that we studied that explained that? God's not like that, that he doesn't cause all things to happen. What's that called? I forget. I'm blanking on it. I'm not sure I follow what you're saying, but. The study we did on this podcast a few mm-hmm. weeks back, how God isn't in control of everything. No, of course he is. What's, what's the word for that? We we did a podcast. About oh, it. um. Sovereign. Yeah. Sovereignty. sovereignty of God. Right. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't seen that podcast. He is sovereign, but not in that way. Right. Right. No, it's only when you understand the truth that the Bible teaches that you see and understand just how good God really is. And then your favorite thing to do will be just to fellowship him, yeah. just to praise him. And that let you say, that really simplifies the Christian life, and it takes your relationship to the next level. Mm. And I say this with compassion, not to be judgmental. If this isn't your life experience with God, then you've, you've fallen into the category of what I just say, you become religious. Um, you've been deceived by religion. You're putting faith in your effort, in your accomplishments, in your abilities to please God. And if you're not good enough, then you think 
uh, God's not going to respond to you as much as if you were better or sinless. Right. God doesn't. God doesn't respond to you based on you. He responds to you because of who He is. Mm. You need to understand that God's grace is because of that's just His nature mm. and His love, and that your faith is how you appropriate that goodness of God. Yeah, and and this is a very challenging for a lot of people. It's opposite. It's, it's challenging what... to what you might have been taught and what you believe for most of your life. Right. Um, but we're telling you the biblical truth. And right. I want to I wanna kind of side sidebar here. Um, you said that, like, if this isn't your life, then you're just being religious. Mm-hmm. I saw recently online somewhere where someone laid out the difference between Christianity and religion. Mm-hmm. And when Jesus started Christianity back when he was on earth, right, 2,000 years right. ago, he wanted Christianity not to be a religion because religion in definition implies traditions. And Christianity is supposed to be a relationship, an individual relationship. Yeah, a so Christ you can't follower. Yeah, you can't have traditions if it's your individual relationship with God. So basically what I'm trying to say is that religious religions have traditions and you sh- traditions are what you you don't like. No, I don't. And that's why I don't like religion. And, right. and, and I don't even, sometimes I don't even like the terminology that's put on with Christianity because it, they, they think of Christianity as another form of religion. But it's not. That's no, my it, point. It really isn't. Well, I guarantee that the principles that we're talking about and we've been sharing for weeks now yeah. can dratically, dratically? It, dramatically. Oh, okay. What did I say? Dratically. Where, where'd that word come from? <laughs> What's that mean? It's new word, new word in the dictionary that I haven't seen yet. It will greatly <laughs> make a difference in your relationship with God. Oh, of course. No doubt about that. Yeah. It, it, it'll, it'll cause your relationship to become much better with God. At least from the way you perceive God. It's not going to change how much God loves you. No, because God loves you infinitely more than you could ever even imagine. Exactly. Um, and perhaps through the course, now if you're just joining us for the first time, I encourage you to go back and listen to the last half a dozen podcasts where we started on grace because I think we covered a lot of misconceptions and a lot of... Uh, Things that a lot of Christians think that are are not really right. Religious ideas. Religious ideas, man's opinions. So in the course of listening, for those that have followed over the last few weeks to our podcast, if, if you've come to the realization that your faith really has been in your own good works and your own deeds and your own efforts and your own performance, instead of really being just in grace and, and being in Christ— I'd like, we'd like to give you an opportunity to begin a new relationship with God. A better relationship. A much better, much closer. And, and, and take some of that burden off yourself. However, before you can ever get there, you do need to understand that you don't become a Christian just by being born into a Christian nation or, or growing up in a Christian home. Yeah, and, uh, you can know a lot of Bible and not be a Christian. 
Right. And attending church doesn't make you any more a Christian than sitting in a garage makes you a car or a <laughs> toolbox. You're, that's, that's true, DJ. That's a good statement. Right. The Bible says you must be born again. That's the point we're getting at. Yeah. And to do this, you must come, I believe, to an understanding. And what I want to say, you have to come to the end of yourself where you're not really trusting in your own abilities and your own accomplishments and what you can do and understand that God loves you not because you deserve it or because of anything you've done. Yeah. He loves you because he is love. And you don't trust in yourself because you have something much higher, something much better to trust in, which is God. Well, he sent his son over 2,000 years ago. Jesus Christ came to this earth to pay the price for all our sins, mm. no matter who you are, no matter what you've done. Amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. The payment has already been made. That's the truth that will set you free. So the $64 question is this. Six, what? Where would you get $64 All right, from? So the $2 million question <laughs> is, better. will you accept him as your Lord and Savior? Yeah. That's the choice you have to make because all eternity, your eternity depends on that, on that question. Yep, it does. You know, Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus Christ and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to defeat, your, to conquer death, to conquer your sin, you shall be saved. So the Bible way to receive the free gift of salvation for eternal life is to confess with your mouth, to say it, that you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and then believe it in your heart that God is who he is, mm. that he ra was raised from the dead. And if you do that, you'll be saved. That's it, not my opinion. Yeah. That's what Jesus himself said. Yeah. But making Jesus your Lord is more than just saying these words right. from what the Bible tells you to say. You're right. You have to be willing to submit your life to Jesus and make him the Lord of your life. That means he's in control, not you. Right, right. And we're not saying that you'll be able to do that perfectly. Right. Because nobody can. Yeah, we're still trying to Don't get Don't let there. anybody fool you. Nobody can do that perfectly. But as long as you're willing to try. You know, Jesus came to the earth as a man so he could go through what we feel. And, and so we could relate to him. Exactly. So he could relate to us. Yeah, that too. And the reason I said that you might be religious, because if you think you're a good person, if you think, well, I do good enough, I'm good enough, God will accept me. No, that's not the way you get to heaven. Mm. And certainly, if you followed our podcast for the last few weeks, you found out that it's not about your goodness at all, what right. you have or haven't done. It's about what Jesus did. It's about who God is. So you just have to humble yourself and receive salvation as the free gift that God intended it to be. And if you've never done this before, we encourage you with everything we have. From the bottom <laughs> of our heart, we encourage you to make Jesus the Lord of your life right now. It's the best decision I've ever made. It, me too, by far. I wouldn't trade anything for it. I was just about to say, I wouldn't give it up for anything. No. And you can do this yourself right here, right by watching this, just by praying from your heart something simple, something like this. Jesus, I turn from trusting in myself and in my own works for salvation. And I confess that you are my Lord. I believe in my heart that 
God raised you from the dead, and, and I receive your free gift of salvation right now by faith. Thank you for revealing your love and your grace to me. Amen. Amen. Now, once you're born again, you also need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you need to receive the Holy yeah. Spirit. If the Bible has seemed like a closed book to you, um, if it's hard to read, hard to understand. Well, I've heard many, yeah. many people say that. It, it, like you, you don't understand it. It's because the Holy Spirit, the author of this book, wrote it to your heart, not your brain. Yeah, men penned it. Right. But the Holy Spirit gave them the words to this, pen. Yeah, God wrote this book. Exactly. So you need the Holy Spirit, the author of the book, living inside of you to reveal it to you. Exactly. And, and really, the number one benefit to getting the Holy Spirit to live and dwell inside you is that revelation knowledge that, yeah. Jesus, that DJ is talking about. Right. You'll begin to understand the Bible like you never had before. Yeah. It'll make a lot more sense to you. It's kind of like a light switch that's been turned on on the inside of you. It works. It's happened to us. Yeah. It's kind of like there's a pipeline to your brain that like is shut off. And then when the Holy Spirit, it opens up the pipeline of knowledge to your brain. And I think the second benefit to receiving the Holy Spirit in your life is that it will help guide you. Mm. I, you need the guidance of the Holy Spirit in order to live the successful Christian life. It's hard because it's so different than the way the world operates. My ways are it's not, not like It's not hard for us, is it? Now. My ways are not like man's ways. That's right. Yeah. And my thoughts are higher than man's exactly. thoughts. And, 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 but with the Holy Spirit's help on the inside of us, it changes you. Yeah. You, you start thinking and acting different, and the things you desired before just melt away, you know? Uh, and you also need the Holy Spirit to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that the Bible talks about. And you need the help of the Holy Spirit to grow your faith in God. As his child, your loving Heavenly Father wants to give you the same supernatural power that raised Jesus from the dead yeah. to help you with your Christian life. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it is. So if you haven't already done so, I encourage you, as just like you prayed to become a Christian or or to accept Jesus, accept in, your Jesus life. in your life as your Lord and Savior. I encourage you the same way to pray to receive the free gift of the Holy Spirit. And you can do that right now as well. All you have to do is ask him and you have to believe it and then you'll receive it. Yeah, Luke 11.10 says, everyone that asks receives and he that seeks finds and to him that knocks, the door will be opened. It goes on to say, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Oh, what a great, that's a perfect verse that that just uh, explains exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it does. And you can receive the Holy Spirit with the same simple prayer from your heart, something like this. Heavenly Father, I realize my need for your power to understand your word and also to live this new life. I desire to receive the revelation knowledge. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit. By faith, I receive it right now. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. You are welcome in my life. Amen. Amen. Now, if you have prayed these prayers or something similar from your own heart, 
then I want to say congratulations. Yeah, you made the best decision you ever made. Right. You are now part of the family of God. Jesus is part of you. God is now part of you. And you're also filled with God's supernatural power and ability through the Holy Spirit. And always remember, like I just said, that's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, <laughs> that conquered death, and it now dwells in you. That's why the Bible says, greater is he in me. Than he who is in the world. Exactly. That's awesome. And I'll add this. It really didn't matter. It doesn't matter if you feel anything or not when you pray to receive the Holy Spirit or to receive the Lord as your Savior. It's not based on emotion. It, you can be emotional about it, realizing just how much you've done wrong and how great God is, because especially when you don't feel like you deserve it, it can bring you to tears. But you don't have to have some sort of phenomenal feeling. Hmm. Uh, if you simply believe in your heart, really believe on the inside that you received and you're sincere in your asking, then God's word promises that you do become a Christian, that you did receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Dad, uh, Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I say unto you, whatever things you desire when you pray, believe that you have received them and you shall receive them. And you can believe this. God always honors his word. Man, did you really know the scripture, don't you? That's good. I prepared. <laughs> if you prayed these prayers, we'd like to welcome you to your new life as mm. a brother and sister with us. Uh, we believe we are fully persuaded, based on our own life experiences, that the only good life, like DJ said before, is the Christian life. Without a doubt. Sharing this message is the main purpose of our podcast. It's, it's why the main purpose of our lives, <laughs> not <laughs> just right. a podcast. Well, it makes our life a lot better. It's our desire that you might enjoy the same intimate, loving relationship with God that we have found, and it'll make you happy on the inside, more so than anything in this world can offer you, yeah. especially now with what's going on in the world now. Yeah. Where do you find stability now? You know? I find it right in here. Certainly don't find it in the government. This is where I find it. Democrats or Republicans, yeah, we find it in the, because it's the only truth. I find it in the can, red letters. <laughs> it's the truth that will set you free. You can bank on that. Uh, and as you live each and every day, by grace, through faith, your love for God will grow and grow and grow, and you will automatically sin less mm -hmm. by mistake. Yeah. And you'll praise God more. <laughs> By mistake. Yeah. And you'll thank him for just being who he is. Right. More and more each day. And and we want to encourage you guys to contact us. You know, let us know if if you pray, prayed along with us today and you became a new Christian or if this podcast has helped you in any way. Yeah, we'd we, love to hear from you. If you have any questions, we'd like to answer we'd them. We'd love if you need to help, hear from you. We're here. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. To, to think that we're doing something that's helping people is really all, all we care about. Yeah. It really is. Well, DJ, I think we've come about to the end of our topic on God's grace and his love, at least for now anyway. It's only maybe, been a couple of months. Yeah, we may go back to it another time, but I don't think God wants us to spend all of our time talking about it. There's other topics, there's other subjects we can get into. And over the past few weeks, we have given our listeners a lot of Bible scripture that supports what we, what we have been talking about and what we've been saying. 
Understanding God's wonderful grace and his awesome love for us is absolutely vital. That's why we spend so much time on this. Mm. It's crucial. It's how we receive blessings and, and live a blessed life. Yep. Next week, I think we'll be talking about something else. I don't, I don't know what that'll be yet. I'm confident the Lord will lead us to something else. So I guess I'll say stay tuned. Well, also, I'd like, I'll add, uh, we don't know what we're going to say, but maybe you guys have a suggestion. Yeah, if you ever have a topic or a question, something in the Bible that you don't understand. Uh, we would love to do a couple podcast episodes just full of your guys' questions. Yeah. So please, if you've watched this entire episode, leave a com question, comment, something in the comments below. Something for us to maybe we can talk about next week. So please leave a comment. We like to um, show the truth in the Bible. We like to show science that supports the truth of the Bible. We think of God and Jesus as reality, mm -hmm. not religion. And that's really changed our life. And it'll change yours too, I'll guarantee it. So for now, may God continue to reveal his goodness to you. Mm -hmm. And may you see the manifestation of his blessings in your life like you never had before. Again, I want to say thank you for your support, for watching, for listening, and, and for sharing Reborn Report with others. We really appreciate that. We look forward to sharing God's word with whatever that'll be, wherever the Lord leads us with you on our next time we get together next week. So for today, that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. That's all there is. This Close is a short, the book. This is a short Reborn Report. Well, it's an important one. It's an important one. So thank you, and we'll see you again next week. See you guys. Go Bills. <laughs> Go Bills. I guess we're doing that now. <laughs> see ya. Bye.